28th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. Tim Hayes here in Gainesville, Florida, joined by Spencer Howe in Boston, Massachusetts, little guy Matt Allen in Minneapolis, Minnesota. This week, we're going to cover lots of great things, including One Million Grand Tour Challenge, traveling to bike races, pro tips, Klein bicycles, and um, anything else that you guys want to talk about, Spencer, in particular? I want to make sure we touch on fat bikes somehow because it's a hot button topic, and I think we'll get a lot of Google search results. And you add <laughs> that's the key. We add that in there with um, a couple of viewer emails, and you know, away we go. So, gentlemen, where should we start today? <laughs> Little guy, what are you looking at right now on the internet? Something hilarious. I'm not. I'm just. I'm laughing. I searched for Klein, and it brings me to a Trek page about Kleins, and then and then obviously you can't find any actual Kleins, but there's some good pictures. Pictures 2003. So Trek just keeps this like up on their website just to taunt me. I guess. So is there a lot of uh, neon colored Kleins there? No, there's like it's. It looks. So judging from the pictures of the bikes that are on here, like it's got there's a picture of a Klein with campy record, but it's square taper carbon. So it's you know mm. mid two thousands. So there's like a red and there's that sort of like pearl bluish green Klein color that I really like. Oh, those so nice fades. Um, they did those oil oil paint fade looking. Things. Yeah, they're sweet because they're like darker on one side and they lighten as as the yep. as you come around the bike. So what is it um, about Kleins that you really like, little guy? Like what's the they look I... nice, man. One, the paint the paint is gorgeous on any climb. The paint jobs are amazing. That's um, true. The, they're like the smoothest looking aluminum frames you'll ever see. They just got this like sweet internal cable routing. It just they're just they just look nice. You so, know, they always look really smooth and well done and, until Trek and, owned them and then they kind of until look they did the mantra, yeah. So yeah, well the mantra well, is just hilarious. The the reason that I was thinking of Kleins this week, and I tweeted that I was in basically your wet dream of a uh, bicycle shop mm-hmm. in Pensacola, Florida, was because they had a bunch of Kleins on display, including a mantra. Yeah, and yeah, um, lots good. of internal like cable rich, routing. It the rich great. man's yeah. slingshot. So they had a slingshot. What? No, no. So I little guy. What, like, what would be what? your dream paint job from a Klein? Like, are we going neon, or are you going to do kind of, like, just that, like, blue to pink fade? Blue like green? No, I like I like the subtle ones. There's, like, there was kind of, like, a dark purple that was almost, like, pink when you caught it in some light. Like, these, like Spencer was saying, the ones that are kind of, like, somehow it's a little darker on one side of the tube than the other, and it kind of fades as it goes around the tube from dark to light. Okay. So there's, like, a green... Which is very 90s. It's almost like the green of my uh, Ford Taurus I had once. That would be cool. Uh, that was and a beautiful then, green. Or the, the purple. <laughs> so, <laughs> or like the dark purple one. That would be cool, you know. I, uh, I spent a long time uh, in the kind of early 2000s when we were messaging still, like on eBay, when you could still get things really cheap on eBay, mm-hmm. searching relentlessly for a Klein Rascal. And oh, I never so found cool. one in my size. But I wanted a pink one really bad. I thought it was going to be my single-speed mountain bike jam because it had rear-facing dropouts, but 
They're yeah. not really single speed. They're just kind of dumb. No, well, just kind of awesome. <laughs> what well, is dumb about them? I've the heard Klein... rumors. <laughs> I've heard rumors that perhaps Klein was going to be making a comeback. Yeah, I know you said that, and I'm I'm really hoping that isn't true because Trek's just going to do it all wrong. You know they are. They'll probably make them out of carbon, which will be so stupid. So stupid. They, you think, they, but they probably would have done it by now, though. Wouldn't they have? Like, when LeMond went away, you think that they would have maybe brought back Klein. Like, they just well, died. When, when LeMond went away, they, they started making carbon Gary Fisher road bikes. Yeah, they, they rolled over to Gary. <laughs> so, I don't know. We What's, all know how well know. that went. I always like but seeing uh, Klein bikes out there. Every now and then you see, like, a you know an old 26-inch mountain bike come in and it's a lot of fun never see the white tires like you got little guy but you know what this discussion kind of reminds me of and you guys i think you'll agree with me here um tim has kind of taken the like i like new stuff but you know i can totally get down with that old stuff if it's done really well but i don't want it myself and little guy's kind (laughs) of like i want all this weird old stuff that's kind of slow and junky and doesn't make a lot of sense (laughs) And I'm kind of like, yeah, just give me something new that's fast that I can just get rad on. It reminds me a lot of Top Gear, you guys. <laughs> so, well, so that is our goal wait, to wait. be the Top Gear. So you're bikes. Jeremy Clarkson? <laughs> no, you're Jeremy Clarkson. Oh no, that dude's such a douche. <laughs> yeah. See, now you're getting it. Now you're oh getting it. man, I just walked right into that one. Uh, Damn it. Well done. <laughs> well done. So, so Klein bicycles Little guy are out. Even owns an old Mercedes, or used to own an old Mercedes. So I it's used obvious. to. <laughs> a really nice, a guy in a nice old Mercedes let me in today. In the, when I was merging in traffic, we gave each other the huh. wave. The like, hey, we both got old. We're both driving old things here. Yeah. Um, wait, before before we get off, I just want to say, everybody out there, go to oldkline.com and you will be happy. <laughs> oldkline.com. So good. And speaking of which, oh, so good. Um, you know, we've been getting uh, some viewer emails, so the slow ride podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. And uh, we got a, a couple of uh, feedback. We'll, we'll read one right here, uh, right now. This is from uh, Jonathan Perez in Miami, Florida. And he says, mm. Hey, pay the $35 to race and just have fun. Mountain bike races cost the same amount of money. If you don't race because of the $10, I'm going to donate $10 to get Spencer down here for the Spencer versus Tim race. Don't ah, sweat the small hey, you stuff should donate when you're the trying money to... because $30 is too much. Don't sweat the small stuff when you're trying to grow a winter sport in subtropical climates. Thanks, Uh-oh. JP. Well, JP, thanks for listening, but I'm just not going to do it. $35 is too much, and feel free yeah. to donate to that slush fund because it goes straight into my uh. PayPal account. And this, uh, we'll we'll get Spencer down here at some point, but uh, this this flight is gonna like I'm gonna have to start looking at at budgeting now because uh, I'm I'm expecting a flood of donations to come in. Well, you know it doesn't. I I hear you, Jonathan. It is just ten dollars, but it's the principle of the matter. Yes, I agree. I Plus, that's a burrito. A burrito. That's three tacos to help with my thousand taco challenge. <laughs> oh yeah, how are you doing in that? I'm doing okay. We, I should be about a third of the way through. I should be at 333 tacos at this point, and I am at about 280. Mm. So I got to do a couple. Of... Is there a way to do that? Like, <laughs> like you call me up and through some sort of thing. Like, if I eat three tacos, you get 1.5 taco credit or something. No, I, that's a good yeah. idea. I'll I'll try to run that past the judges. A thousand so, tacos. Five, is way five, too many tacos. 
to eat. I had anyway. five last night, so I think that you helps can do it anyway. You can do a thousand tacos if you do the breakfast taco trick. Like when I'm oh, on the road and I go into trick. hotels that have like the uh, the continental breakfast in the morning, just pull out a tortilla and like cut up a uh, you know a muffin. And what put a little... the hell are you talking about? Yeah, no. I love that you're reduced to having to turn everything into a taco. <laughs> hey guys, Sarah somebody... made macaroni cheese and ham yeah, tonight. Oh, like, honey, can I, I get a tortilla? Put yeah. the put the banana in the tortilla. <laughs> so. Um, anything else uh, going on in the uh, week of cycling that uh, caught your fancy? Any professional racing or anything that people care about? Well, I people care about. See, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. And then Spencer's going to go, nobody cares about road racing. But. <laughs> oh, road racing. One, Rebelin won a bike race on Saturday. And that's is he still awesome allowed to race? This is like David Rebelin, right? Gerald Steiner? Yeah, he's. He's like forty-three years old at this point, and he, he won. Was, yeah, uh, he was old in two thousand one. Yeah, so he he won on Saturday, and um, that's awesome because he's so old at the, the Giro del Emilia or whatever. How many times and, has he been uh, popped? He was popped just <laughs> once, I think. And he did win the triple that one time, right? Didn't he win like? Yeah. Uh, I think he's only been Liege officially popped and... one time for the for the EPO for the Sarah. EPO, and uh, but you know, he, I think he was suspected since. So he's clean up. now. I mean, yeah, he's he won a race when he's forty-three. That dude is like half robotic. I don't even care if he's doping because he's forty-three, and obviously, it's just awesome. He's forty-three. He's but I have a Jiro video from nineteen ninety-four, and Phil Liggett keeps calling out his name in that video, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, I think, so Rebel I think what you meant to say was I have a Giro video from 1994 that I left in the van that I left at your house that now you No, watch. I bought the 94 one. You didn't really? use that one and friend. Oh, that do one you guys remember Do you guys remember I do have having some to, of your videos though. I do. do you remember having <laughs> to actually buy those videos? Yeah, I'd buy them at the swap <laughs> from like old men that trained on yeah. them in the 90s, you know. That was the buy uh their 6 derailers. Yeah, that was the best part about working in world cycling. Was I just grabbed all those videos from that era, and you know they were not expensive. <laughs> yeah, you could get them on Crap. that um, employee <laughs> discount. They were some great. Uh, that was a good great... discount, man. Oh, it was man. great. It was but really the names, nice. the names of those videos, like I'm looking up there right now. Like I've got the 2005 Giro d'Italia. You know what mm-hmm. it's called? Falco swoops to victory. That was a really good mm-hmm. one. That's when. Uh, the Falcon uh, descended really fast down <laughs> they, the mountain. They had a really good creative team there at World Cycling. Then, wait, 95 the Falcon one? That can't even be right. No, 2005, you said. And, okay. then, and then I got 2003, Vuelta España, Heras, the star-spangled hero. What? <laughs> like, how did that even work? That oh, doesn't make sense. Because he's on an American team. I know. And, but, you know I still doesn't actually make sense. <laughs> that entire business model is molded on Lance winning stuff. So I know. Just just go with it. So Crush. anyway, um, the other big news oh. that was coming across on Twitter with pro racing was uh, the one million dollar Grand Tour Challenge by Tinkoff. Yeah, and I don't know, like, and it's what he's limiting to like four guys, Quintana. Yeah, which just, just really has to, It really has to grind uh, Adam Hansen's gears. He should be oh, like. Yeah. 
Sweet, I just made four million bucks. Or <laughs> just to do the raises, not to actually do do so, particularly well. So you're so you're uh, saying uh, that like Adam Hansen would be arguing like no, it should just be like the the highest finisher in all three races combined. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not. It doesn't have anything to finish. They just have to race them, man. I mean, you just oh, got those four guys got to show up and they pocket the two fifty. You know, this yeah, would be the one race. That, <laughs> There's a really bad Ted King joke in there somewhere, but I I want Ted King to do well and make the tour someday. But oh, he's, he's just... made the tour twice. I might just have to edit that one out and post. Finish, finish the tour. <laughs> you want him to finish the tour. Oh, so, but he's limiting it to Quintana, Contador. Um, mm-hmm. Who else? Who's the other two? Nibali, uh, Nibali, and, yeah. and Froome. And he's saying. If any, whoever of these four places the highest in all three Grand Tours wins a million dollar bonus, right? Is that pretty no, much I think it? He, I think he no, says he'll give you a million bucks if you do all three. Uh, no, no, you're both complete idiots and didn't read any of the articles. No, he's I didn't. Put, I just read the headlines. He's gonna put a. He's gonna take a million, right? Yeah. He's gonna to set it aside. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! And let me explain, because <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about at all. He's going to take the million, put That's it in a secure things. bank account, whatever, magic place. Each of them, they do the three races. They each get a cut of it. Or, you know, so oh. they each get 250 All right. That's so right. I, rem- a, I did so read that. Start oh, money. now we all know what's going on. I did Wait, read that. So it's, only, yeah. so it's only start money. It's not even a competition. Yeah, it's, it's start money. He, d- he doesn't care. Dollars. Do they have to About finish? who wins, he just he's his argument is that he wants them all to be racing against each other in all those races so that they're all have the supposedly top talent in them. You know? That's the argument. So, is he gonna so sh- Does he own the sh- race series? Like this makes no sense. Like, no. What, like he doesn't just, own the I know. That's my point. Like, why thing. does he care? I think because all the three grand tours should be a series. He wants press, you know, obviously he wants but, a lot of press. But I mean, ASO owns like... two of them. ASO owns the Tour and the Volta at this point. You know, so, I mean, all you have to do is get two companies on board and and everyone's down with it. You know, it's not like but, it's like 100 people to get involved. But why would you, like, why is it, ma- like, do these guys have to finish the Grand Tour? Or do they just have to start? Like, they I, can pull a chip I don't think and there's just been pop out anything. after, like, oh. stage three? Nobody's no, taking it seriously to enough to really actually hash out any of this stuff, except for us, yeah. which is really well, kind of sad. There is there's talk that they were going to get together all the the weird well, yeah. people and and the tour people and talk about they, it and they throw just their need money to train about. through two of them and then kill each other at the Vuelta. It's going to be awesome. Well, and that's totally I mean that's what it seemed like like Astana <laughs> would show up and have a Rue race for G- GC and and Nibali would just be there, you know, to like yeah. get some miles oh. in. You know? Did you guys see the uh, the tweet that um, speaking of Astana real quick about? Uh, it was a picture, and Astana has since gone back and deleted it, but it was from the Astana Twitter account, and it was a picture of Maxim Aglinsky or whatever his name is. Aglinsky. Uh, Aglinsky. And it says, positively Aglinsky. <laughs> like, that's the photo. It's a photo of him with, like, a thumbs up, and it says, positively Aglinsky. <laughs> and then they've gone since, when? of course, gone back and deleted it. Is this yeah. from a long time ago, or it when was, like, is this from? It was, like, in September, right? Like, or, yeah, it was a while ago, yeah. yeah it was, like, a couple months ago. <laughs> he oh. was really good. So you guys, you think it's a conspiracy? Whoever runs their website knew that he was popped and was just like, I'm uh, fucking with him. <laughs> probably, yeah. Uh, probably. Uh, 
So um, we got right. another viewer uh, email or listener email to uh, the slow ride podcast at gmail.com from our good friend Brian Gerding, fan, mega fan of the podcast. Mega fan. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Brian, Brian says, hey, the sound is better for sure. Did Spencer have a bit of a cold or is that just how he sounds when the audio is clear? Brian, I, I did have a bit of a cold. Thank you so much for noticing and caring. That's nice yeah. of him. That's nice of him. Yeah. So, so sweetheart. Hey, he also like talks about like how he wants us to go longer, which he may be the only person that wants us to actually go a little bit longer. He said, well, that's it. I like what you guys are doing. Just do it for longer. You're done with this cat four, five, half hour crap. Stop sandbagging and go for 45 minutes or an hour. That's mm. what she said. I like it. I like it. Thanks this for the email, Brian. ramble on and on and on and on and on forever. Yeah. Well, that one was... Uh... Nice and handy. It's, you know, Brian, uh, I think he is our all-around GC leader for the Velo Games League so, so all year. I think so he's, he's our not most consistent the, finisher. <laughs> he's not winning yeah. the contest that Tinkoff is not really putting together? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. He's he's winning the honorary Carlos Sastre Award of, uh, oh, of the man. Slow Ride Podcast. That's a name from the past. So uh, this past week I went up to uh, Gulf Shores – Alabama. It was Shrimp Fest. I went into the hotel and I was like, "Hey, where can I get some food around here that doesn't have that doesn't come in a shell?" And she's that, like, "That uh. comes in a taco form." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, it's Shrimp Fest. You're gonna have a tough time finding that." But anyways, as I got into the room or as I got to the hotel, the woman goes, "Is it okay if I put you in the handicap room?" And Does I this then, have right, anything to do with bikes at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and she's like, do you want to be in the handicap room? And right away I was like, yes, of course, because I was thinking back to all of our times we've gone to bike races, and especially <laughs> cross races, that the ultimate yeah. tip I can ever give anybody is always take the handicap room because the shower is That's usually true. bigger and it has a drain in the floor, so it's not like a bathtub. A lot of times it's a... You know, it's at the same level as the bathroom floor, so you can bring your bike in, wheel it into the shower... And then it's got usually a handheld nozzle yep. that has different heights. So ultimate slow ride podcast hot tip: if you're traveling to a bike race, always ask for the handicap room and see if it's available. It's true. That is a hot tip. Um, it's like your own personal yeah. mechanic. You're welcome. Like, Unless the they only it, have one handicap room, in which case you're kind of a dick. That's why you need to call ahead. So, but how do they know? I'm going to just know. pull up the number for the Marriott in uh, Iowa City right now for all the Jingle Cross people. It's... Yeah. And you want to uh, get that handicap room. That is what's going to solve all your problems. And uh, you get to clean off your bike in the comfort of your own hotel room. You don't have to go out into the, the parking lot next to, you know, semi-pro cross racers. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great idea. Do you guys it's have any great... Stabbing me. <laughs> no, no, it's actually like the one time I used to see Bjorn Sealander always out washing his bike. Uh, and like even more semi-jingle cross, pro. yeah, like actually semi-pro. Um, actually, maybe we don't even know where he is. <laughs> oh, I miss watching. He's still race. on Optum. I don't know. Hey, if anybody out there can email us the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail dot com and let us know where Bjorn Sealander is racing, if he's still racing, we really missed watching him. Former Hudson, Wisconsin. Minnesota area superstar wore the white jersey at the Giro. We miss yeah. you. U twenty three national champ for cross. Do you guys have uh, any more uh, actual like bike race travel tips? Um, oh man, get up early. 
What? I don't know. If you're Spencer, I have one for Spencer. I have a travel Uh-oh. tip for Spencer for a bike race. Get some coffee. What the heck? You need oh, it. Oh, I do. Why do yeah. you show up? Why do you show up with no coffee? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, I don't know because I I keep thinking I'm gonna get brunch before I go to race and that the coffee will be there. And when we're leaving for gonna... the race, like seven in the morning, and then you show up at my house and you're like, I don't have any coffee or food at home, but it should be oh. fine. Let's drive two well, hours. And then start a two-hour bike race. Yeah. Well, in that case, it's because I woke up five minutes before I got to your house. <laughs> and your water <laughs> bottles very... still have water in them from two weeks ago. Yeah. What's like the ultimate traveling car? Like, what have you guys found is the best to drive? Because remember well, the old Saturn I wagon? Mean, that was pretty good. No, that was terrible. Come on. Why was it <laughs> terrible? It was. Well, the, it. Best, the best vehicle ever was the Vanagon. Vanagon. But Vanagon. it, it <laughs> does have some mechanical, you know, gremlins let's call them um so so for a reliable vehicle i think the best one we ever had was the um big nick's uh toyota minivan that thing Uh, probably get three hundred thousand miles on it wait so that was the most reliable of all the cars that we've ever gone to race we went to one race in it it's a toyota that was the most reliable we we had like a hundred people in there yeah we had a lot of people in there and they smelled bad too so that that was good what race? Did I don't know, Tim. The, the the Saturn was fine, but we were pretty cramped in there, getting four of us and bikes and and bags. It was a wagon, but it's not like really a wagon. It's one of those fake miniature right. wagons. Well, what 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 my, car my are you going to bring to this? Was the Mercedes? <laughs> with, with was the, the Mercedes the best? No, guy. man, the Mercedes wasn't the best. But guy the, could the, fit the, his entire bike in the trunk of the Mercedes, though. That was the Mercedes. The best part about the Mercedes trunk. was when the exhaust completely fell off the front of <laughs> yeah. my of the car in that front of my my house, and then you just left it on the sidewalk because I think I told you I was like, "I oh, just leave it here. We'll take care of it." And then my dad's you like, "You need to move there. that. You you need <laughs> to take care of that." I'm like, oh, "I will." The city will pick it up, <laughs> and it was like an entire manifold. It was great. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the best part. I I really hate when they redo the streets like that, and they 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 like pave it, and then they leave it, and they come back like three weeks later, and they pave it again so that all the manhole mm-hmm. covers stick up twelve feet. So, that was terrible. So, what was your best car, little guy, for bike racing? I don't know. The van's probably the best car all around for bike racing. The Jetta was good because if it was two or three people going to a bike race, you got like 40 miles a gallon. So, so if you were going to buy go a new car, that. a new I was car. Buy car. Brand new? Gonna, well, you know, I was gonna less buy than a like 10,000 miles. I want, you both, I want you both to beat me up because I'm never going to buy a brand new car. <laughs> if so I what, buy what? anything post-1994, just call me a poser because I, I just I don't ever want to do it. So what would you what, – what, what, what? okay – Pre nineteen ninety four, you can't say Vanagon. What would be your ultimate car for bike racing? Mm. Pre nineteen ninety four, ultimate yeah. bike race car. I would like a three hundred, maybe like a ninety four, a three hundred D wagon, but a diesel one. But I don't think they imported the diesel version of the wagon into the United States in the three hundred. Does have leather interior? It probably did have a leather interior. I could get one with a cloth interior. Get like a Euro one gray market import uh, with the diesel with the 2.5 in the wagon, the 300, like a 94, 93, 94 last couple of years. There. That would be sweet. <laughs> and if I could, especially if I could get a five speed in there rather than the automatic. That would you be are the best. such a nerd. What, uh, what would you get, uh, Spencer? <laughs> uh, I, I'm always a big fan of the converted school bus. 
Ooh, <laughs> nice. Classy, always classy. Classy yep. with that nice. It's diesel too. Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe a short bus. You know, I don't know. It depends so on how many you, people. Would I you think take I'm out the around. seats? Uh, most of them probably. Yeah, got to fit some bikes in there. Got to have a changing room area. You know. Did you? Uh, maybe. Did you ever ride Clayton's? No, I never went. I never drove around in it. But you know, obviously yeah. we saw it at the races and everything. So. You just went in there to buy your fish oil. Yeah, <laughs> I think my uh, <laughs> whatever that states, means. So I, I would go. I think my mine would be a 1999 Saturn wagon. Um, just nothing could possibly go <laughs> just, wrong with it. Just other than you know, wait, what went wrong rods. with your Saturn wagon? Uh, what what, what went wrong was Sarah was driving it, and then it. Oh. <laughs> hey, honey, that's, sorry, it's my podcast. It sounds like the same thing yours. that went wrong with your Passat too, right? <laughs> I had the Saturn wagon, and then I'm I'm falling asleep. Yeah, it just also happened in the Passat, but I, I had the Saturn wagon. Well, the Passat wagon was another Sarah incident, and now now Sarah's really screaming from the other room, Spencer. Wow, so yeah, you're she really, may be you're coming gonna... in here pretty soon. So yeah, the work. Saturn uh... the, the Saturn wagon, I was falling asleep driving home from Chicago because we were mm-hmm. going to scout it out right after the U.S. Crit Nationals, in which Tyler Farrar won. I think the last race he ever won prior to Beijing the other day, two and, days uh, ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler Farrar wins, and we're in the. Uh, we're in the wagon and we're outside of Madison. And then all of a sudden, it just starts smoking and threw a rod, and it was a good like five thousand dollar repair. Mm, and I yeah. lost the car. I couldn't. I couldn't afford to fix it. So, there how you many go. miles were on it? How many miles uh, were on you know, it? I think like ninety thousand. Oh right my at the god! Time, uh, right at the time when it should a... throw a rod, but I hadn't changed yeah, the oil totally. since like fifty thousand miles. So you know, I think it was <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> well, all things considered, then it did really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um yeah there you go so uh, good good work on that one. <laughs> listen, uh, you can always email us uh, slow ride podcast gmail of what your car of choice would be or tweet us tweet at us the super rookie um, little guy Matt or Spencer Howe H A U G H. So um yeah they, there's a uh, there's pretty much and all any bike of you race- say Pontiac. Oh yeah, <sighs> yeah you can't say Pontiac like you we'll find a way gonna, to block you can't you. say Pontiac you can say anything you want but. Unless it's a Pontiac Aztec, because then maybe like that would look good with little guys' Kleins. No, oh. it's oh. the Klein. It's the Klein wow. of automobiles. It's just goofy enough. It is enough. not the Klein of automobiles. The Klein. Had... The Kleins are gorgeous frames, like with the smoothest lugs you've ever seen in your life. The Aztec looks like it was put together by a child. It, it has was. a tent that comes off the back, little guy, just like a Klein. What is that? How those... do you how do you equate? <laughs> How do you equate really smooth, gorgeous, lugged, like 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 welded, beautiful like bikes with like this like blocky piece of junk? It the Klein is like a Ferrari. Whoa! 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 whoa. That's okay. I was kind of goofing around <laughs> the... about the Pontiac, but a Klein is definitely not a Ferrari, little guy. It is. What would you equate? What what car would the climb be? If like you have to It'd say be like from... a Datsun because it doesn't exist <laughs> anymore and it's got a different <laughs> name. <laughs> like it's serviceable, and they kind of done some goofy things and then it went away. It's the Datsun of bikes. No, come on. The Klein <laughs> is what would have been, what would have been the <laughs> the Klein is obviously a Saab. <laughs> All right, that's a pretty good one. Like, you know, <laughs> it is kind of a Saab. I take it, take it away. Yeah, I, like that. I, I knew you would. The, yeah, well, little guy will take it as a compliment. 
Timmy I will think it's it. an insult. It's a perfect. It's the perfect car. No, I totally agree that it is the Kleins are now the Sobs. So let us know what you think. So speaking of uh, Pontiac Aztecs and other abominations in the world of uh, two four wheel and two wheel travel, Spencer, take it away. Man, you guys, yeah, that is that. This, yeah, this is. You guys, which one of us is going to finish highest in the national championships? Oh, this is me already. I'm already gunning for it. For fat bikes. Oh, I'm bringing the the Moonlander. Wait, no, I'll bring the Krumpus. No, wait, I'll bring the beer grease. (laughs) Fat bike, national championships. Just let that marinate for a minute. Think about it. Breathe Um, it in and just... Where is it going to be? That just sounds amazing. It's going to be in Ogden, Utah, my favorite place on earth. Yeah, I have been Ogden. I have been to Ogden, Utah three times in my life, and I've never wanted to leave a place more than Ogden, yeah. Utah. It's but but here's the thing with so how do you think this conversation went at USA Cycling headquarters when they're like sitting around the table and they're looking at like hey we got national championships coming up all right you know road championships here crits here pro championships here oh man we're getting rid of 24-hour national championships. We need something for these guys. I think you give them too much credit. I think they're just like, yeah. wait, what? What are the sales numbers? Holy crap, we should make a national championship for this so, bicycle. There's so much to talk about here. So there's fat bike uh, well, national championships. I don't get it. it it's it. Why Why have yeah, fat bike national championships? Isn't a fat bike a mountain bike? Uh, little Spencer, I don't even know what the rules are to designate what a fat bike is like. Why can't someone just show up with 2.2 tires and be like, oh, it's a fat bike. It's not a road bike. Like, is there, is there rules in the rule book that now state what a fat bike is? No. Probably. Which probably has to weigh you, at least 37 can't. pounds or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you're going to start doling out national championships for what type of bike you're riding, or we're going on a slippery slope. So, you know I mean? so like, is there like a certification process? Remember how the like, UCI like had the well, stickers? Are they going to do this with the fat bikes? And now, now every me and little guy, we gonna... both we both ride twenty six inch wheeled, fully rigid mountain bikes like a couple of idiots. But yeah, I should be the champion of that. Yeah, well, I would beat you because mine's nicer and lighter, and I have a carbon fork. Wait, so but, there should be a national championship? Is this, wait, is this a bike be. building competition or a bike riding competition? I'm confused. Oh well, <laughs> I got out of town form. Potentially, <laughs> potentially, it hasn't been independently okay. verified yet. <laughs> um, but you know, like, there's no 26 inch wheel championship. There's no rigid championship. There's no full suspension championship or 29 inch wheel or 650b or whatever why is there a fat bike one it's just a different well, bike it's because it's because they want to make money just because they want to make money well so i they're... know that that's my point you guys come on so fat bike nationals there's just so much here but we all know what this is leading to guys like we know why fat bike nationals exists because you know what's coming in 2016 I know. fat bike masters nationals Ooh, so 2017 you know what's coming <laughs> Gravel Grinder uh, National Championships. Guarantee when is it ha- when is Fixed Gear Street Nationals going to oh, come that, or something? They, right? they missed like they missed the Fixie chance. Fixie Freestyle. They blew it. They're probably still <laughs> stinging from missing the Fixie Freestyle. Yeah, that's why they had to jump on the Fat Bike Nationals. This may be one of the worst things that USA Cycling has ever done. Like like to it's have. A, 
Yeah. Like, 24-hour national championships made a lot of sense at the time. I wish it was still continuing because it's an athletic achievement. That's but an the, event. It's an event yeah, that you can award something to, you know? Like, can't but, you do fat bike nationals at the national mountain bike championships and just say, like, okay, now you got to ride it with a fat bike? Like, I don't understand a standalone event for a special bike. Like, it's like they're trying to take advantage of the whole single-speed scene of single-speed world championships. They're like, okay, we're going to just own fat bike nationals. And so no one else can take it. That's what now it here's like here's what I think too is another legitimate question is do people who buy fat bikes actually want to be national champion of any anything? Oh, yes. Like I thought it was just yes. to cruise around and be fun and get drunk and fall in the snow. Dude, you're not <laughs> supposed to just ride them on the snow. They're a mountain bike. Uh huh. Okay. Whatever. You sound like you own a bike shop. <laughs> That now carries a brand that has amazing fat bike options. You can also they they go great on the sand. You guys should ride them out there. I'm it's sure amazing. they do. I'm sure it's wonderful. And the beach carbon cruiser. options, the carbon options, get them down to well below 35 pounds, little guy. Wow! So for how much? For only okay. 307 million dollars or something. Okay, how much does your yes, client weigh? What? God, I don't know. Like nothing. <laughs> like seventeen pounds, maybe. I don't know. We'd like to apologize to our listeners for just a little, little bit of interference on little guy's dial-up. The neighbor may be moving <laughs> the router around in his house, shaking it That's to true. make sure it still works. But you know, we're, we're getting some drag on the system here. <laughs> so oh. fat bike nationals. Oh, I no. I'm a little uh, just a disgrace. Yeah. Just a disgrace. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up the results for Fat Bike Nationals, and I'm gonna publicly mock every single person on the results sheet from my Twitter feed. And be like, <laughs> "Hey, John Doe." Well, I don't know if you should. What like, are you doing at Fat Bike Nationals? It's stupid. It's really not. It's really not their fault. Like, I, I'll say this: they went you, to Ogden, Utah, wait, the worst wait, wait, place wait, on wait. earth, to ride they, the worst kind of bike in the worst live, event I've ever heard of. I say you do this. I say you take a compass and you figure out the scale. If they live within, like, three hours of Ogden, Utah. Because, you know, there's there's something about, like, going to a local race. And I would say a local race for a bike race, if they don't happen that often, within three hours, you're kind of – maybe three and a half. You're kind of pushing it, you know. I'm just going to say – You're um, going. You know – Yeah. You can't mock Ogden, these Utah. individuals that are going for the stars and stripes. They're not. The reason – Okay. Ogden, Utah, the reason I've been there three times is because there's QBP Warehouse there, which happens to sell a whole lot of fat bikes, oh, three different brands there. of fat bikes. Yeah. And so I'm kind of thinking, isn't why why is this a national championship instead of just the, QBP employee appreciation race? Hey, more power to him for pulling it off, but it I does guess. seem a little weird. What are the... <laughs> There's so many bike companies that are going to want to be there, though, because of how big the fat bike thing is going, right? Like, there's, it's not just Salsa and Surly that are going to have a team there of guys riding these things. Because you got, uh, you know, um, Kona's got their fatty boom baddie <laughs> that will be out there. You'll have all of these other, um, what is it, uh, all of these other fat bike companies out there that are going to be showing up. So, you know, it could be some actual good racing. Name who who is a good racer that races a fat bike? Oh, didn't some guy do Leadville <laughs> on like a uh, on maybe a... somebody will show up? 
Is Levi going to show up and win? Because that would be awesome. I'd be really Ooh. stoked about that. That'd be, well, maybe That's the David... only way this could get better. Oh, man. It could be David Rebelin's, uh return. Maybe Adam Craig will do it in jorts. Then I'd be excited about it. Oh, if Adam Craig is the fat bike national champion, that would be that would be really awesome. Then then I take back everything that I've said. Then you're into it? If he knows wheelies yeah. the whole course, then you're into it? But he, but he has to wear jorts. Okay. So, anyway. In winter. Whatever. Okay. Fat it's bike. Woo! It's the desert. It's the desert. Well, do you guys have anything else you want to add to uh, the Slow Ride Podcast, episode 28? Yeah, I feel like we should. That's Tommy kind of a depressing got second in a race. That was cool. Tommy Bother got second in a race? Is that See, I saw, I saw, yeah, I saw a shot of the podium. Yeah, I didn't see him on there. Lost the, uh, <laughs> yeah, he didn't show up. <laughs> Why? I don't is know. I guess the... he was depressed. Is this the oh, first time in a professional race that a professional world tour level racer has not shown up for their podium? Wait, he I didn't can't... show up to the podium? Yeah, I can't think of another know, example. See, no. yeah, he got fined and they took away all his prize money he would have won. They didn't give it to him because he skipped the podium. Uh. Really? They took away his money? Wow. Yeah, yeah you don't get I don't prize know. money. That's crazy. Look, I don't guess, you read the yeah. articles. You just read in the headlines. Just Come on. <laughs> little guy's dial-up yep. is real slow tonight. Yeah, little guy's uh, dial-up's kind of dying off there. So, well, you I know, think, uh, I'm trying to download a bunch of movies right now. You know, and I got. <laughs> what are you? you know. <laughs> what are you downloading? Home Alone. Home Alone. And with that, that's the 28th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. You can find us online at theslowridepodcast.com. Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, leave us a review, help our rankings, and we'll see you next week. Bye.